support this podcast and keep us going. Go to everydaynovelist.com slash support to join up. Welcome to The Everyday Novelist. My name is J. Daniel Sawyer, author of nearly 30 books, more than 30 short stories, and numerous articles and scripts and essays, coming to you from up in the crow's nest with my spyglass on this daily voyage through the dicey waters of business, craft, learning, and art in the writing life. Welcome to The Questions, episode 1023. Today we hear from Nicole, who asks... I have some questions about prologues and short stories, and breaking a scene up with a long flashback in the middle. I've seen where a writer puts a time and place stamp at the start of each section to orient the reader. Something greatly lacking in the Netflix Witcher series. I loved it, but as someone new to the series, it took me a while to figure out what was going on. Are there writers who do this well? What are the pitfalls and rewards? Oh god, um, a lot of writers do this well. Um, you 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 do um, time and place stamps at least. Oh, with with uh, with a couple of your series. Yeah, that's true. But she's talking particularly about short stories. Um, God, a lot of the great short story writers te- um, will in their longer short stories that they're often organized like small novels. Mm-hmm. Um, any story that's told retrospectively in the first person will often have a frame around it so that you have the start of the action and the flashback to how you got here, and then it'll connect with the start of the action and a payoff. Mm-hmm. But thinking of names, the people who did this is utterly escaping me at the moment. I've seen it so many times. It's such a common technique that it's that it disappears into the background. Right. It might be better just to talk about the different ways they they structure the flashback so it's noticeable, other than a timestamp. <sighs> oh God, I don't even know how to answer that. I guess you you don't need a an exact timestamp, but something something in the beginning of of the section, like three weeks ago, or. Yeah, some way to orient your readers yeah. is is important. It doesn't even need to be as very long or very yeah. specific. And, and flashbacks, especially in a first-person story, flashbacks can intrude basically at any point. Um, the story I'm writing right now, the one I started during Nano earlier this year, is um, is a series of flashbacks that all sort of unfold over the course of a conversation. You can do flashbacks as memory musings. Um, You can do them as quick one-paragraph long digressions. Um, You can do it any way you want. Uh, Robert E. Howard's Conan stories often worked almost entirely as flashbacks, where you start off with someone talking to or about Conan the King, and then it leading into a story about something Conan did to become the king that's relevant to the concerns of the person who's actually the protagonist of the story. Hmm. All of the great short story writers, most of the great short story writers, um, I should say, that are jumping to mind, tended to write one-sitting short stories, mostly, that where it's you sit down and it's really linear. Mm. Oh, okay, so I'm just going to... I'm going to totally wuss out and I'm just going to promote my own stuff here because this is something I do a lot in my short fiction especially in the Lombard Alchemist stories Mm -hmm. there's a collection of six of them if I remember correctly uh, Chicken Noodle Gravity is the whole story is this kind of thing yes Um, Sunday Morning Giraffe 
depends on two nested flashbacks. Um, of course, at the edge of nowhere is a time loop, so there's uh, there's flashbacks and a time loop, and so it's structurally a little interesting. Um, uh, what is it? Um, 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 funeral hats it has the inciting incident. And then the flashback that got you to the inciting incident, and then it gets to the main action of the story. I think those are the ones in that collection that do that. I don't think right. I did it in The Empty House, and I know I didn't do it in The Serpent and the Satchel. And I also did not do it in Pick a Card. So it would be those three or four are the ones. Uh, mm -hmm. Funeral Hats, Edge of Nowhere, Chicken Noodle Gravity, and... Sunday Morning Giraffe. Those are the ones that have those nested flashbacks in them. Um, uh, others, sh others of your short stories I can think of. Mm -hmm. um, I believe Angels Unawares is a yeah, story. Yeah, the whole thing is a retrospective flashback. And The Coffee Service. It, yes, The bulk lots of the story of is one person telling a story yep. to another. And, and it's very nonlinear, mm -hmm. but it all sort of flows in one direction. I've got several short stories that haven't been released yet that hew to that sort of pattern too. Um, and in my in the collection, um, frock coat dreams, the final story, Goblet of Fifty Three, is has got a lot of this going on in it too. So those are the ones from my oeuvre that I look to. Um, I'm sorry, I should be able to pull up. 50 or 60 other examples from other writers, but for some reason at the moment I'm completely drawing a blank. But if anyone else has short stories that manage flashbacks, prologues, retrospectives really, really well, please send it in and we'll do a follow-up episode where we just list all of the short stories you send in and read whatever one or two paragraph precie that you have extolling its virtues or whatnot, and we'll make it a resource for everybody. Thank you very much for the question, Nicole. Always good to hear from you. And we'll see you tomorrow. The Everyday Novelist is written by J. Daniel Sawyer and presented by J. Daniel Sawyer and Kitty McKeon and is produced by Artistic Whispers Productions Incorporated. The text is copyright 2021 J. Daniel Sawyer and the production is copyright 2021 Artistic Whispers Productions Incorporated. This podcast is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives License and all other rights are reserved to their respective owners. Join the conversation. Submit a question, leave a comment, or a creative death threat. Or find me at jdsawyeronminds.com or hit me at feedback at jdsawyer.net. We can't...